got all of that one. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Great idea, Jack. Thank you. Welcome to the Black River Falls Podcast. My name is Jack Taylor, and on this show, I sit down with local community members who are making a difference here in Jackson County. On this episode, I sit down with Jim Huffman, president of Huffman Construction. We sit down and talk about the big Foxconn deal, the revolution of downtown Black River Falls, and about the joy of living here in Jackson County, Wisconsin. This is the Black River Falls Podcast. Well, Jim, cheers. Cheers, Jack. Welcome to the BRF Podcast. Thank you. How are you with spicy foods? Uh, just so-so. Same here. Right. I'm not very good. Let's dig in. All right. Wing number one. Ooh, that's good. It's hot, though. <laughs> Has a little kick to it, doesn't it? That's number one. That's number one. Are you scared? <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, we need some napkins. I'll get you a napkin. Pant legs. So, question number one. Yes. Um, just how big is Huffman Construction? Mm, Huffman Construction, uh, we have over 350 employees. Wow. Um, right now, we're working throughout Wisconsin and Minnesota. Okay. Um, last year, we did quite a bit of work in southern Wisconsin, both in the uh, Racine area and also on I-94 sure. near Hudson. So, it's a big company. It's, it's large. We're yeah. able to keep uh, a lot of people busy. Talk about the journey that you have been on to become the president of Huffman Construction. Well, growing up in high school, I uh, got to work construction during the summers. And you're a Black River grad. Mm -hmm. Is that right? 1982. Class of 82? Class of 82, along with your dad. Yeah, that's right. Yep, Jack Sr. Yep. So uh, graduating high school, moved on to college and studied civil engineering. Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Stanford. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You did? Interesting story, too. I didn't know that. Yes. So I was going to UW-Madison. That's where my brother was going. My parents both went there. My grandparents went there. Okay. So I wrote down the code to UW-Madison. Yeah. Second choice, Lawrence University. Third choice, like, I don't know. So I started looking through the list of schools, MIT, uh, that's East Coast. So you were a good student in high school. I'm, apparently, I was. Yeah. Unlike, unlike my dad, who was not a good student. Well, he was good. <laughs> Good in his own way. That's right. Um, applied to Stanford, didn't think anything else of it. Really? So the rest is history. Wow. So you spent four years out there in California, Northern California, right? Yep, around the Bay Area. Okay. Actually five, I ended up getting a master's in construction engineering. Oh, you did? Yeah, so okay. <clears throat> married uh, my wife, Andrea Huffman. Yep. And her and I... Where did you guys meet? Uh, at the roller rink. Around here? In, in Hatfield. In Hatfield? Yeah. Nice. That's the story I'm going to stick with. Because she's from around here. She's from Elmo Center. Oh, she's from Elmo Center. Yeah. Okay. What, what was her maiden name? Uh, Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. Okay. Gra graduated in a class of 48. A little smaller than Black Arena. A little smaller. So anyway, um, I like construction. That kind of was natural to it. Stayed out in the Bay Area and worked for a, uh, another vertical construction contractor for a few years. And then just the pull of the family and opportunities back here. Kind of uh, so how, how drew us back. Yeah. How old were you when you moved back? Uh, 25. Oh, really? Yeah. And you've been here ever since? Mm-hmm. Cool. We're on wing number two. All right. What do you think? I like the chili. You like it better? Yeah, better. Little kick. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy, though. You must not have put enough on. <laughs> so there's also um, some family history behind Huffman Construction. Um, was it like one of your great-great-grandfathers? My, my great-grandfather, Peter Huffman, and, okay. his, and his wife, Anna. They started the company. Well, actually, it goes back to 1905. 
when they were growing hops in western Jackson County and what? We're going broke. Yep. Hops for beer? Hops for beer. Really? Peter Hoffman, that was my great grandpa's name, would deliver coal and fr- uh, fuel and freight around the city and his wife would go around once a month and collect all the bills. So when the automobiles became popular, they decided that uh, it would be an opportunity for him to start a partnership with three, two other individuals to uh, build roads. That's a long time ago. 1916 this is when they got their first contract. And that's about the time the automobiles became popular. Great Grandpa Peter hired a guy for a job they had. And they got into an argument at the rail station right here in Blackover, across the bridge. And the employee pulled out a pistol and shot Grandpa. Great Grandpa. Yes, killed him. That's how he died? That's how he died, 1927, in May of 1927. So Grandpa got a telegram that night, that day, saying your father's been killed, get back to town. What was the argument about? Uh, he had a bag with him that had drugs in it, and he wanted the bag, and the railroad train master wouldn't give him the bag. Apparently, there was an argument over the bag, and one thing <laughs> led to another. So Different times back then, huh? Wild West. Hoffman Construction was incorporated in 1927, after his dad's death. And so Grandpa took it through the Depression, through World War, World War II into the interstate days, when my dad, Peter, and my Uncle David took over in the business and grew the business again. Until my cousin Mark, uh, cousin Christine, and my brother Paul and I all were in the business and took it up another notch. So it's always being able to uh, take advantage of the opportunities that are out there. Dad always says the ones that last the longest in business are the ones that make the fewest mistakes. So we're trying hard not to make mistakes, but uh, you got to take a chance. Well, in your business, they're costly mistakes, right? They really are. We have a saying at work that our people is our company. And that's really what it's about. It's about the people as our uh, differentiating factor. Yeah. That makes us hopefully better than the next guy. Yeah. Do you do you feel a lot of pressure? I mean, just the family legacy, just like the story that you just talked about. Um, obviously, you look back on that story with admiration, and now it's on your shoulders. It's a little bit of stewardship. You know, in a family business like this, I was given the opportunity. I want to make sure that the opportunity for both family and other key employees is available to yep. keep the company going. So it's got a life of its own. I'm a steward. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. I might have to go for the milk. <laughs> wow. That was my voice on that one. All right, so I'm curious, and I think others are too, um, about the Foxconn deal. Fill me in on how, to, how it started and where it's at today. I heard that Foxconn was going to locate in Wisconsin. Um, I was hoping that it would be like when Henry Ford picked Detroit to start manufacturing his automobiles. Okay. There is no North American manufacturing facility for LCD screens, and this was the opportunity. Foxconn, which is a major worldwide manufacturer, they almost manufacture 40% of all electronics. In like the, for phones and stuff, right? Everything, anything yeah. electronic. Huge project opportunities for Huffman. So I started positioning the company, getting to know the people that were responsible for making the decisions and putting together a great, uh, a great package that uh, they wanted to pick a Wisconsin-based contractor. You know, here we are. We kind of exemplify what they wanted to obtain. So, so the deal's still going through. Yeah, deal's still going through. Our contract's still valid. We got a lot of work to do. Really? And we're looking looking at more bidding opportunities this summer on some of the buildings, actually, that are going to get constructed. So you're not running away from the Foxconn deal. You're pressing in. Exactly. Level four. We're almost halfway through. All right. 
Good lord. <laughs> it's warm. Ooh. Afterburn. All right. Um, question number four. Who's better at business? You or Andrea? Well, that's easy. Andrea. <laughs> that's a no-brainer. <laughs> she's, yep. she's got a way to uh, really make people feel comfortable. She's found an opportunity downtown Blackover to uh, <clears throat> reopen a coffee store. Yeah. And how's that going? It's going well. Because what, it's about two years in, roughly? At least that, yep. Started last April. Kind of started with uh, actually tearing down in the old 3rd Street School. Really? She doesn't like to see uh, old things like that get torn down. But I wanted to make sure that uh, uh, we kept our hometown charm, what we like about Black River. So uh, she started a business called um, Revitalize Our Hometown real simple. Let's just try to invest in the um, uh, buildings downtown and find a business opportunity. Uh, one of her good friends, Carrie Temp, um, is leasing the building from us and started Revolution Coffee because they wanted to start a revolution downtown. Mm. So from that, we've seen just tremendous growth. You know, you got First Fruits, you've got a lot of other businesses that are locating Riverside Nutrition. Um, <clears throat> I actually, I want to be the next downtown Eau Claire. You do? If you follow what downtown Eau Claire did, they uh, landed a big uh, <clears throat> company called Banff, a software company. From that, one investment led to another, um, RCU. And their downtown is just kind of taken off? It has really taken off. Really? Yep. Got nice apartments, everything like that. So that's something we're looking at is trying to make sure that what we, me, myself, and uh, everyone else who grew up around Black River, um, remembers about it. It so. seems like Black River downtown has momentum. Isn't that great? Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not old enough to really know historically how big of a deal that is, but it seems like that hasn't always been the case. Well, I remember growing up, we had Hagen's menwear, menswear. We had the Taylor & Jones clothing store. Um, I had all kinds of other businesses. Um, at uh, My daughter, too, moved back to Black River right. and took over uh, Mary J's, and now it's Millie J's. That's right. So, so your family has a big part of getting, tr- trying to resurrect downtown Black. That's right. That's right. And it's been going good. Good. We are at halftime. Right. I didn't tell you about this before our interview. This is always a surprise. So halftime, it is explain this picture. Okay. So I go on social media. Picture of me? I, I find, find pictures of my guests on social media and they have to explain it. Oh, good Lord. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's see it. This is number one. Explain this picture. Oh, that was me in the Amazon uh, showing how to use a blowgun. Like you shoot darts? Yeah, I shoot darts. This was uh, when we went on a uh, tour in um, Peru. Was it pretty tough to shoot? It wasn't hard. You just had a lot of, put a lot of air into it. <laughs> That's awesome. It wasn't very accurate. but <laughs> I didn't know if you were like smoking some no, sort no, of no. peace that pipe. Was, or... that, was a, a dart. that was a weapon. That was a dart gun. Yeah. That's cool. All right, second photo. All right, that's me and Steve Reisner up in uh, the Yukon. That was Steve's moose and mountain caribou. Do you go on a lot of hunts? Yeah, I went on one last year. You did? It was Steve up to Alaska. Really? Did yeah. you get anything? Yes, I did. What'd you get? Got a bear. You did? Got a bear. A grizzly? He, a grizzly and he got a moose. Really? Yes. Did you get it mounted? It's getting mounted right now. Mm-hmm. Full body? Yep. Really? Where are you going to put that? Uh, Andrew said not at home, so we're going to figure <laughs> that one out. Smart woman. Probably in the entry of our office. <laughs> we'll see. That's awesome. <laughs> Decent. Not too bad up front. I didn't put enough on. It's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pairs well with uh, Sand Creek's new one, Triple Creek. Yeah, what are you drinking? Mm-hmm. A Triple Creek, okay. which is a triple IPA. 
Who is Jim Huffman outside of work? The man, the myth, the legend. Who are you outside of work? Well, uh, family, friends, and community, yeah. I think would be how to put it. Yeah. like to spend time with family and uh, friends. We like to bike ride and hike and do all kinds of stuff outdoors and community, just being involved, things like this. Yeah. So, Is it nice having uh, Millie back in the... In Blackover? Really nice. Are you able to recruit any of the other kids back to Blackover? Or is that going to be a tougher project? We'll see. We'll see. All right. Level seven. I'm going to start putting a little less on these. Um, If I looked at your Amazon purchase history or your eBay purchase history um, over the past year, what are some of the things that you're buying so that I can know more about who Jim Hoffman is outside of being the president of Hoffman? Well, I had to get my own uh, <clears throat> Prime account because Andrea would always see the gifts that I was getting her would be my excuse. Oh, but <clears throat> actually, it's a good idea. It was more to keep a secret of what I was buying for myself. She doesn't know now. No, I recent purchases were some uh, Nordic ski wax. Um, let me think. You have to hide this stuff from her when it comes into the... No, no, no. It comes in. <laughs> you know exactly when the mail comes home and you run out. <laughs> Not quite. All right, we're on level seven, and my lips are burning. It doesn't go away, by the way. No. It stays with you. I can't tell one heat from the next. It's hot, but it feels just as hot as the other one. I'm starting to sweat, too. Uh, Will you keep my dad, who works for Huffman Construction, will you keep him close to home this summer? I will if I could. (laughs) He's worked out at our uh, sand mine in Alma Center in the past, but the sand market has been like a light switch lately. It's been kind of cyclical in nature, and the cycle right now is uh, that work has moved to Texas. So Jack Sr.'s traveling. Got a lot of work in Janesville this year. I'll have to tell him to get uh, get his camper ready. Do you ever get, like, families um, just really wanting to stay around here? Um... Or the, guy, or the guy's pretty good about traveling? Uh, real good. Guys and gals. We, uh, do you hire a lot of women? Yeah, we do. Oh, you do? I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, probably 15% some projects really? of our workforce. Wow. And that's uh, something that we like to, you know, when we look at it, we actually right now have a worker shortage. Really? So a little plug for operating engineers. Yeah. The apprentice scale starts at $27 an hour. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, it goes up to $40 an hour for journeymen. And with really? about $20 an hour in benefits. So retirement, health care. Um, well, screw the BRF log. Well, I'm coming to work for you. Okay, we're more than willing. We've got a <laughs> lot of good opportunities out there that uh, I want to take a plug to uh, push the trades. Do you have a lot of local Jackson County people working Actually, for Actually, I'm fourth generation owner, and we have some fourth generation uh, families working for us. Really? Yes. Wow. Windsor family, the Steiny family. Okay. Um, we had a lot of Loffenbergs working for us in the past from Elma Center. So. Sure. Uh, that's been one of our best recruiting forces. Um, the uh, <clears throat> we actually employed a lot of former dairy farmers. You did, yes. When they're you know dairy yeah, it's farms, a tough market. It's been a real tough market, but those people know how to work. And yeah, they, they do. Can, they can fix anything. So right. we're on to our last question. All right. <laughs> Whew, thank goodness. <laughs> I got all of that one. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Even I, you shouldn't have put that much on there. Great idea, Jack. <laughs> See, the people at home right now are laughing at your pain at your expense. Oh, my nose is running. <laughs> Isn't that nice to know? Mm hmm. 
last question that I asked every guest. Do you have any uh, ghost stories? Whether that's a ghost, whether that's weird dreams, whether that's UFOs, whether that's supernatural answer to prayer, like... Well, I wouldn't call it ghost stories, but uh, I tried to describe it. I described it to a friend as a thin space. Thin space is that time where reality and that ethereal kind of get close to one another. Well, it could be waking up, driving to work, and you see a beautiful sunrise, or the coo of a baby, or anything like that. So I wouldn't call them ghost stories, but I've... uh, been able to find a lot of thin spaces if you look for them, you know, every day, <clears throat> wherever you are. Where do you find them daily? Because I feel like that's, uh, I mean, growing up and living in Black River Falls, so many people complain about this place. Um, where do you find that thin space in Jackson County? Everywhere. I'm skiing at uh, either Levis Mounds up in Trimple or Clark County, down in Millston, um, hiking in the woods, looking for shed antlers. I mean, name it. It's out there. You just got to look for it. People who are complaining about the weather now love it. I mean, spending time in California, it was always sunny. Yeah. (laughs) Sunny or rain. So we didn't have the change of seasons. So there is a blessing in what we've got. And you just got to look for those opportunities. So so anyway. Well, we're out of drinks. I'm out of beer. I'm sweating. Thanks, Jeff. Cheers. It's been great. Yeah, I appreciate. Uh, and, you know, part of the BRF podcast is just bringing in people who are leaders in the community with character. And so I just wanted to thank you for um, sticking around. You know, you, you went out to California. I'm sure you had a lot of different opportunities. Um, but also, as is throughout the years, I'm sure you've had other opportunities to move away from here. So thank you for sticking around, making Jackson County a better place to live. We've got a good thing going, and I want to make it better. I mean, the people in the community, the opportunities from the community center to the school districts to everything, <clears throat> we just need to kind of have that central glue, and it's the community acting together in common good. So if I can help on that, cheers. Yeah. You're doing a great job too, by the way. Thank you. All right. This is the Black River Falls Podcast.